0: Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where each week you will hear topics related to women of faith and entrepreneurship who are cultivating lives of impact that will one day lead to a legacy. My name is Shelly Tyson, and I will be your host each week as we chat with other women who are navigating business, faith, parenthood, and a lot of other topics that relate to building lives that glorify God and serve others abundantly. I hope you enjoy today's episode and are encouraged as you intentionally choose to live a life of impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Cultivate Podcast. My name is Shelly Tyson, I am your host, and I am joined today by a special guest who is here that we got connected over Instagram. And I immediately was curious about the gifts that God has given her and how she is using those to create more impact and legacy in her own world. And I'm excited to introduce Kim Stewart to you. Kim is a book marketing strategist. She also is the host of Book Marketing Mania, a podcast that is super fun to listen to. I encourage you to go and give that a listen. And she is passionate about helping authors be able to use the vehicle of podcasts to get their books to a larger audience. So welcome to the podcast, Kim. I'm so excited to have you here.
1: Thanks, Shelly. I'm so excited to be here to serve your listeners. And I have to say, I love that we connected on Instagram. And I first heard about you when Mary Catherine was on your podcast, and she shared it. And so I think that's just the power of being a guest on podcast, right? As they share, you get to meet fascinating people. So I'm so excited to be here and serve your community. That is
0: so kind. Mary Catherine is amazing. She was such a fun guest to have Mm -hmm. on. And I'm so thrilled that she was the connector of the two of us. So introduce your family a little bit about your story of becoming passionate about helping authors. Tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about how that happened for you.
1: Okay. So I live in Dallas, Texas. I have to I have to say Texas because I didn't know until just a couple years ago, there's other Dallas like near you, Georgia. I I was so surprised by that. But so I am a wife to Paul and we celebrate our 25th anniversary next month. So that's so fun. And we have two young adult sons. They're 21 and 23. And my 23 year old has autism. So I don't know if you have any special needs moms in your audiences, but my hearts go out to them and I'd love to connect with them. It's so fun to connect with other women in business that also happen to be special needs moms. And so, yeah, as as Shelly said, I'm a marketing strategist. And I love working with women in ministry, women in business that are also happen to be Christians. And so that's usually the niche that I work in is uh, with book marketing is authors that have a Christian living book, like that you would find that maybe help just in your everyday Christian walk or being a mom or an entrepreneur as a Christian in business not helping your marriage, just anything under the Christian living umbrella. And so I got into that probably maybe about six years ago, I guess it was probably about seven years ago, actually, I felt the calling to write a book, It's kind of how it all started. And so I'm an avid reader, I love reading just all different genres, and always have several books going on my Kindle. And so I kind of was at a transition in my home life with lots of things that had happened. And I kind of felt the calling, like, maybe I should write a book about my journey with my son's autism, as well as some other things going on. And so I had looked into you know, how do you even get started? Right. Just, I just want to sit down and write a book, but how do I get started? And so some of my favorite Christian authors I followed every day and I started hearing about Proverbs 31 Ministries, She's Conference. I don't know if your audience is familiar with that, but I highly encourage you to check them out if you have any desire to write or speak. And so I'd heard about that and it was in Charlotte, North Carolina. And so it was a big investment and my husband was fully supportive of me doing it. Thank goodness. And so I got to go there and learn all about writing a book. And so I just, I'm a learn at heart. I love to learn. And so I learned, learned, learned it all and came back and didn't do anything with it. <laughs> Just, I loved learning. I loved all the, the amazing connections I made at the conference, but I didn't really sit down to write much at all. And so about a year went by and I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and try this again, but see if I can get going. So of course I made a lot more great connections with other moms like me and women in ministry, but I really felt the calling at that conference that God really led me to like all the breakout sessions on marketing. And that's my background is in corporate. Marketing, and so I really felt the calling at that conference that he was saying, "Okay, we we have a book." to write together, but it's a journey. Mean you got to go on first and we got to, you know, we got to keep working through it. I don't need you to write the words yet, but I want you to use your marketing strengths to help all these other women that I've called to write and speak. And so I just felt so solid about that when I came home and I started reaching out to some of my favorite Christian authors to see if I could serve them somehow and showing them what I could do with marketing. And that's just kind of how things took off and how I just kind of solidified that that was my niche that I wanted to serve because I fully believe God calls us to have a message to share and we just need to get it out as far and wide as we can to the women that need it the most.
0: That's incredible that God used your previous career and used kind of a new journey and connected the two in a way that you could serve other people, but also be able to do something new in writing a book. So have you written the book yet? Or are you
1: still in that process? No, I have not. Yeah. (laughs) Still a process, still a journey of life with the Lord. And, you know, I don't know if I, you know, it's easy for me to go, Oh yeah, he's not calling me to it. I'm not sure if that's really the case or if it's just, I'm stubborn and don't want to sit down and do it. Cause I I really love the marketing side of it, but I don't love marketing myself. So I'm not sure I would be able to do it justice to steward the message, but I don't know. It is still something that I just, you know, I need to take time and just start writing things down. And if, if I never do anything with it, that's fine. But I do think there's power and, you know, just kind of journaling our journey. And if, if he, if he does something with it in the future, that's great. But no, I don't have a book to share yet.
0: <laughs> that's, that is so neat though, that you thought that you were going to this conference for one thing and mm-hmm. God actually pivoted you and began to direct in a different way to use maybe gifts that you didn't think of in terms of being connected to authorship Mm. at that point. So as you are beginning to get started and you begin to make that shift into helping others be able to market their books, what were some challenges that you encountered along the way as you began kind of that new path?
1: Like for me, it started out as kind of a, a ministry mindset, and so I started volunteering my time for some of my favorite authors, which is awesome. And I do that in a heartbeat again for them, you know. But I never thought about, oh gosh, maybe I can make some money at this. And so, as you know, I know you coach women on this. is, I mean, that's a huge hurdle for sometimes for us women to get into. It's not, you know, even if we are running a ministry, it does take money, right, to run it, and we should be making money. And we can make a huge impact and leave a huge legacy if we have money, you know, to do that with. So that was a little bit of a mindset hurdle to get over. It's still something I work on every day, as I'm sure, like, you know, coaching women, it's it's not a struggle that just goes away. It keeps coming back. And I think, too, the imposter syndrome was heavy for me to kind of, and again, that's a struggle we just keep coming against, right, especially with social media and our faces all day. And. You know, just kind of going, well, who am I like I used to do corporate marketing, right? And then I stayed home with my boys for a while. And now, I'm, you know, I'm coming out again saying I'm this marketing strategist. And I just had to deal with a lot of that, right? Who am I to say I can do this and kind of start comparing myself to others? And that's a yucky road we don't all need to be on, right? I think those probably were the two biggest. And then just, you know, making the time commitment. I was thinking about, you know, Mary Catherine, her episode where she mentioned, you know, for especially for moms what she said about kind of looking at your schedule and figuring out how many hours do I have to devote to this right now? And it's going to change, you know, every season. So that, you know, just reminded me of how important that is. And I think as a mom and business, it's super important to just kind of go, okay, how many hours can I do this and not look around at everybody else and see all the hours they're cranking out or the money they're making or their impact they're making. Just know that, you know, God's got you on your own journey. But like I said, that that's something that From the very beginning were issues, you know, and they still are that, you know, you just have to keep returning to God's word and just seeing what he has in store for you and believing that he's going to come through for you if he called you to it hundred percent. And that he's going to equip. I think Mm -hmm, that
0: sometimes is the distraction element, that it's all up to us, you know, that we Mm -hmm. have to have all the skills and we have to have all the talent and all the, every, all the pieces to be in place for Mm -hmm. us to be successful. That's something that we've been talking a lot about in the cultivate community, but the reality is It comes from our relationship with God and him doing it Mm -hmm. through us. And Mm -hmm. I love that you bring that out because I think it's so easy as entrepreneurs to forget that. And especially if you're wearing other hats, like being a mom and a wife Mm -hmm. or a volunteer, those are other things that require time and energy too. And it's so important to understand that it's not all on you to Mm -hmm. be. Doing these things, yes. um, so as you begin to pivot, you begin to shift, you begin to build this business. You mentioned God's faithfulness along the way. Were there there are particular things that you saw Him do that encouraged you, or maybe reiterated to you, confirmed to you, maybe that this was what He wanted you to be doing?
1: Yeah, I think for sure, like the women that he brings into my life, I mean, it's like us connecting Shelly and, you know, I know that's, that's all his hands all over it. And I think, yeah, just whenever I started in, you know, like I said, I started volunteering with some authors and then, you know, they would ask, can I refer you to other people? And, and just, you know, again, just getting online, that's when social media kind of was blowing up to be the big thing. It's just, I think it's just so easy to give into like, you just want to cast your net wide, right. And you just want to serve everybody and you can't do that. And so I think just really relying on him to show me these are the potential clients I want you to work with. And then as you hear from others, I'll you know I'll give you a strong sign that these are not ones you should work with. Or, or if we do start working together, I'll give you a sign that, you know, this is not gonna be something you wanna continue with because either you're not a match for them or they're not a match for you. And so he's been super, super faithful in that and just, you know, connecting me with all the right women that he wants me to either work with or collaborate with or network with. I think that's, that's probably been the main one. I think also too, just maybe, a confirmation of, for me, serving Christian nonfiction authors is really like my niche I hold into, and it doesn't always have to be like the book has to be about Christian living, but it. I think the author, we want to be aligned with our faith values. Um, and I've, you know, had opportunities to work with other authors and I love, I just, I love helping anybody with marketing, right. And just talking about marketing, but as far as somebody I would serve on a one-on-one basis or try to teach, I think he's been really affirming of, you know, these are the, these are the women I want you to work with. And there's other women that might can benefit from things like our free resources, like, you know, a podcast and things like that, but they may not be who I'm calling you to work with on a one-on-one level. So he's been super faithful and showing me that for sure.
0: And that's such a good word too, because I think sometimes when you niche down, there can be a a, a lack kind of mindset Mm -hmm. of, or fear mindset, right? Of, Mm -hmm. oh no, if I niche this specific, then maybe I'll miss out on possible clients. And what a good word Mm -hmm. that if he calls you to that, then he is faithful to provide exactly the right people. And I've seen that in my own life and just launching cultivate and just releasing every single day, even podcast guests, you know, Mm -hmm. God, who do you want on the podcast? And then the next day, even with you the next day I was connected with you and I I was Mm -hmm. just like, Oh God, I could, you were so trustworthy, Mm -hmm. so trustworthy when we released that. And you've now mentioned your podcast. So let's talk about that a little bit. When did that come into play as you were shifting into helping in marketing? Like, was that right away or did that come later down the road?
1: Yeah, definitely later down the road. I, I just never envisioned it was anything. I think it was it was that imposter syndrome, right? You just think, what, what am, who am I to talk about anything, right? You know, who, who am I to host a podcast? Because yeah. we put a podcast host on such a pedestal as they deserve it, typically, right? I mean, it's so much work and they do such an amazing job. I love listening to podcasts. I mean, my podcast player is so full of all the shows I love to listen to. And it's so funny when you meet people that d- still don't listen to the podcast. But yeah. yeah, so it just came recently. Like I said, I've been in the book marketing world. You know, pitching my authors to podcasts and listening to podcasts, but I never felt the call to host one. And about a year ago, right before the COVID shutdown, so it's probably about a year and a half ago, um, the spark. Christian podcasting conference was held in Houston. And that was held by a friend of mine named Misty Phillip. I don't know if you know Misty, but she is a podcaster, has been podcasting for a couple of years, and she felt the call to just bring Christian podcasters together. And that's where she wanted to be serving, and God wanted her. And so she quickly, like, just felt the call and, like, within two months, put together this amazing conference in Houston. And so it was close. I could drive to it. And it was, incredible. So I went with, you know, I was not going as a podcaster, but everybody welcomed me with open arms because they knew I liked that work with podcasters. And I learned so much, you know, about being a host, being a guest and came back home and, you know, just kept on obviously with my work and stuff and those relationships. But then she was hosting one again this summer. And I don't know, it was just like a couple of months before that I kind of was getting that nudge from God that maybe this is what I needed to do because I was vlogging more. And, you know, I just really felt him saying, no, let's go the audio route and we can, you know, reach people that way and you can interview guests. And so I really was like, oh gosh, this is what I need to do. And I really, like, I had already made my decision, like the date I was going to launch, like I just, you know, finally was like, okay, this is it. Like he's calling me to this. I'm going to be obedient, you know, and I go to the conference with my date in mind. So I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta do this. Right. (laughs) And everybody was so sweet there. I mean, just, yeah, as you know, the Christian podcast world is, is just amazing. And they're all so faithful. And everybody that I asked was like, just huge, gave me tons of information and was like, Reach out to me anytime and, you know, don't, you know, you think, oh gosh, this person over here has all this perfect equipment. And this person over here has tons of reviews on their show. You know, where am I going to fit in? And, you know, everybody just made me feel so comfortable that this was my calling and, you know, to pursue it and pursue it my own way of how I wanted things to be on my podcast that I felt him calling me to. And so, yeah, so that started, we just launched by 15th. So this episode tomorrow will be my 13th episode. So I'm just a baby. <laughs>
0: So are we here? We're all babies. <laughs> We're all babies. <laughs> I think that's one fun thing about the podcast world is when you begin to talk to others who are podcasting, you do find that most everyone started at the same place. Mm-hmm. No one starts, you know, as an expert and the, the cool thing about podcasts is it doesn't have to be perfect Mm -hmm. because it's so widely accepted now. And Mm -hmm. yet I think you do bring up a really good point of feeling the nudge and the calling from God to do it because it is a lot of work and, yes, and it is something that if you are going to take on, you do need to count the cost, right. Mm -hmm. Of, of what, it's going to take. And the same is true for writing a book or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Yes. You know that. Um, I'm super curious though, now that you're a podcast host, you have helped other authors. Are there any stories that stick out to you over time that are stories that you hold on to of maybe a client that you had, or maybe a podcast interviewee that you had that are just beautiful reminders of the fact that we all have stories to tell and that God has called you to tell it in certain ways, either on a podcast or through a book. Is there a story that comes to mind for you on that?
1: Yeah. I know like you're thinking of like client stories, basically yeah. like, you know, their successes. Yeah. So like one of my clients, a self-published book that she had written and she was wanting to, you know, all, all, my, all of them want visibility is really like when they come to me, that's their goals. They just want to get out and be visible. They may have some other business goals to meet, but with me. You know, they're just like, I just want to get out and share my message to as many women that, you know, my target audience that needs to hear it. And so I know I had one client that she had wanted to reach new readers with her book. And, you know, she's a blogger, been around for a long time and has, you know, some amazing messages to share. And so we had booked her on a couple of shows and unexpectedly, she actually had, you know, a listener reach out to her and, you know, they got to talk and she actually joined her mastermind, which, you know, if anybody runs a mastermind, that's, you know, that's a, a huge commitment. And so that was such a blessing to both of them. you know, for them to discover. And they would have never known each other had, you know, she not been listening to a podcast that she was guesting on. And so, you know, she reached out to me right away. It was just like, I just want to let you know, like that that was not even our intention, right? It, It just happened to come up in the conversation with the host. I wasn't, you know, trying to sell anything. And so what a blessing that that, T- you know, that the listener needed something that the guest had to offer. And I lo- I think that's the power of podcast guesting. Another client of mine that was wanting to, again, get message out from her book, she's a mental health professional. And so we kind of go off and on with her visibility because a lot of people want to talk to her. And since she only has, you know, a certain amount of time or she might want to do it more closer to her book release date. But we had decided, I love being super strategic at who we reach out to. And so we noticed like May was mental health month. And as you know, like a lot of the podcasters they book their interviews way out. you know they're, we're, we've all gotten a lot better about batching everything right with COVID. But we started reaching out to some podcasters this spring just to say, hey, you know, May is mental health month and, you know, I'd love to serve your listeners anytime. Like it doesn't have to be May, but just kind of a heads up it is. And we got so much feedback from hosts that wanted to have her on, you know, quickly. It was like, oh my gosh, yes. And my, you know, mom's in my audience, you know, everybody in my audience needs to hear about mental health. And so we got her booked on so many and she had reached out to me and just said, you know, it's been amazing all the feedback I've been getting, but can we stop? Because there's just too many yeses, which I mean, oh my gosh, (laughs) like that's an amazing, amazing,
0: you know, God is so good right that is exactly what is confirmation of not only you being in the right place at the right time but then also that you're serving someone in the way that they need to be served so that Mm -hmm. they can serve other people so it creates that chain reaction Mm -hmm. that really is the fuel to the fire to keep going right as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. because yes You can get tired and fatigued and, and deal with imposter syndrome of, is this even the Mm -hmm. right thing for me to be doing? And then things like that happen. And Mm -hmm. what a beautiful reminder from the Lord that like, Kim, this is the thing that you need to be doing. Yes,
1: absolutely. And and I'm sure just like you, we don't always get, we don't always know the, the measurable results, right? We just, we can only do what we do and and pray and hope that it, it reaches who they're supposed to, cause I'm sure like with you coaching women and especially coaching moms, like you just never know the impact you're making, you know, on other generations or who those kids are influencing. And yeah, I just think it's, it's just, yeah, it's amazing how God works for sure. That is so, so cool. And so encouraging to hear just
0: one other person's story of having Mm -hmm. those pieces connected. And that is the power of, I think, podcasting community, even social media too, is connecting us and helping us realize that like, we're not the only ones we're Mm -hmm. not walking in this alone. And it's, especially as a Christian entrepreneur mm-hmm. to know that there are others out there who are pursuing what God is calling them to and obeying and leaving the results to him. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yes, so to absolutely.
0: what are you most excited about in the next phase of your business? As you see God growing your podcast and bringing along the right clients, what do you look forward to the most in the coming season?
1: Yeah, I think with the podcast being so new to seeing what God wants to do through that. And I think that's, that's been another example of his faithfulness is just, you know, when you think about your, you know, as a podcast host, like yourself, you know, you're kind of thinking of your content calendar and, you know, what do you want to talk about? And, you know, you start looking around at like how everyone else does it. And I, you know, that's the whole reason I wanted to start one was I didn't see somebody doing what I wanted to do in book marketing and, you know, just being able to bring on the right people that can share you know, things that I don't know anything about. Cause I, you know, I like, I love to learn so I know a little bit about a lot of things, but I'm not, I can't be an expert in all of them by any means. And so I love bringing on other women that are just so generous with their information and want to serve. And everybody I've asked, you know, has been so excited to come on. And so I'm really excited just to see what he has in store for that and just hear from other women that are, you know, listening and they go out and do take on some of the tactics that they hear about how they can market their books, especially as they are getting ready. Like, I think that's, Definitely calling on my heart is to serve women that are thinking, either thinking about writing a book or they're in the process of, you know, writing a book and it's going to be published, you know, in the near future. And it's just how that marketing starts at that point. But yeah, just to see, I think how God moves through the podcast is just as more women learn about it, or if they start podcast pitching and um, just seeing the results they get and just seeing how God's message can go far and wide. I just totally believe in, you know, getting out there and, and talking about what he's done in our lives and how he can do the same for our listeners that might be tuning in.
0: I love that. I wholeheartedly agree. And what a joy to hear what God is doing in your life and how he is expanding your impact through all the podcast interviews that you have had that you will have. And then through the clients that you've been able to help, I cannot wait to see what God does with this, because I have a feeling it's going to be pretty special. So how can our audience get connected with you, start following you get research. I know you have some free resources, How can they get connected with you, Kim?
1: Yeah. The best place is just to go to my website at kimstewartmarketing.com because you'll see a link there for everywhere. I'm usually hanging out on Instagram. There's also a free resource and I'm trying to think of right now. It is, I think nine ways guesting on podcasts can help you grow your author platform. And that might be applicable to anybody in your audience that's thinking about writing a book. And um, so it's not just how to market your book. It's, it's, you know, all the other things that can kind of come in if you're guesting on podcasts, but yeah, I would love to, if anybody wants to reach out to me on Instagram or through my website, I would love to connect with them and just answer any questions they have, or just network like Shelly and I did. I just love meeting other women in business that are Christian women. And, you know, even if you're a stay-at-home mom, I could totally relate to that too. <laughs> That's a business all in and of itself. It it is. Is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So true.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, Kim. It's been a joy and I can't wait for our audience to get connected with you.
1: Thanks, Shelly. It was a pleasure serving your listeners.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. My prayer is that this episode today has encouraged you that wherever you are, wherever God has you walking, whatever season you're in, you can make an impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. If you would like to learn more about Cultivate and how you can continue making an impact in your home and in your business, you can check us out at CultivateLegacy.org or follow us on Instagram at Cultivate underscore Legacy.